This podcast is brought to you by Loot Crate. Loot Crate delivers the best in geek and gaming gear. From collectibles, apparel, and tech gadgets to art and other epic gear, it's like having Comic-Con in a box. Loot Crate also features individual subscription boxes for gaming, anime, Marvel, and WWE fans, and plans begin at just $24.99 a month. So head on over to cinemageekly.com slash lootcrate, or click the support us link in the show notes for this episode. You're listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. It's a brand new episode of What Comes Next, Cinema Geekly's NXT Companion Podcast. It is Anthony and Jacqueline. We're back to talk more WWE NXT on the USA and WWE Networks. Uh, Jacqueline, it has been a few weeks. Um, it, has, it has been. It's been less time than I originally thought because I forgot that we covered the TakeOver. TakeOver, yeah. But it's yeah. been three weeks since we've covered an actual episode of NXT uh, proper. But- Two since we've recorded, yes. Yes, and we are on episode 591 of NXT, inching closer to the 600th episode. And I gotta be honest, uh, I feel like I've not really missed anything. This, like, I have some notes in here. It just, I don't, they're, I feel like they're struggling like, yes. with what they are. Um, yes. Which is what it is, but... Mm-hmm. Um, also, why why do you have a show the day before Christmas Eve? Like, <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, I think that's a legitimate question we that's, need to talk about. <laughs> I mean, that's I mean, that's WWE. Like, they will do. Why? Uh, they will do shows on Christmas Eve. They will do shows on Christmas. Christmas that's was on a <gasps> Christmas was on a Friday this year, and they had an episode of SmackDown. Oh, can I tell you something? Uh, absolutely. I didn't tell. I didn't tell you before we started recording. I'm going to okay. go like really off script here. Okay. <laughs> Do you know who I saw traveling for the holidays this year? Uh, no. I saw none other mm-hmm. than Otis himself. Wow. The big dozer. Yeah, Otis Dozer. I, I did. He was wearing this really tiny tank top. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> and traveling. Um, on a plane mm-hmm. to, I think, I like had to look him up. I think it was Milwaukee or something. And that's mm-hmm. why I'm like, oh, that's him. I mean, he was just, I like, I passed him. I was yeah. coming out of the bathroom or something. And I'm like, like I think that's Otis. <laughs> and my husband and I were like watching him board his plane. And we're like, there's I mean, no one else that can be. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he seems like a, of all the wrestlers in the world, he feels like one of the more Im- like unmistakable ones. Yes. He's got a long yeah. hair. He's got long hair. He's got a beard and Big his, beard. he is literally shaped like a bowling ball. He's yeah, and he wa- yeah. he has a very distinctive walk as well. Yes, he like shuffles. Yeah, <laughs> and so. you know what? I don't know why. I don't know where he's from, 
But when you said Wisconsin, because right. I Googled, I tech, I okay. stalked him. So, yes. <laughs> so when you said like Milwaukee or whatever, I don't know why, but I'm like, you know what? Yeah, for some reason, like not everybody when you see them, like is like when you see them, you get like evocative feelings of like where they're from. But for some <laughs> reason, when I see him, I'm like, yeah, Milwaukee <laughs> seems like like Wisconsin. Yes. That makes sense for some reason. Reasons, reasons I can't place. Yes, uh, and and <laughs> since they are um, recording Raw and SmackDown in mm-hmm. Ta- in St. Pete now, yeah, um, it just made sense. He was in the Tampa airport. I was like, look at that. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they moved to uh, where they were. Are they filming at Tropicana Field? Is that where they're doing the Thunderdome? That is where stuff? they are. Yeah. So crazy that they're doing like empty building shows in a baseball stadium is crazy to me. But uh, but the base but it is a covered stadium. Yes. It is air conditioned. Can't complain about spacious. that. Yes. Yeah, I'm sure you could even sit in the stands and watch each other. Like yeah. <laughs> Why not? Anyway, they could sorry, almost they my... could almost certainly have fans there because AEW has fans at their shows. They're they're um they film in an amphitheater in Orlando. Uh is it Orlando? Where are they where are they at? Um Jacksonville? Jacksonville, yes. Um they film in a in an amphitheater by uh, in Jacksonville and mm-hmm. they have uh fans in attendance. Uh, socially spaced out, and they usually fit about yeah. 800 or so people, uh, yeah, up to a thousand. Yeah, so WWE could almost certainly do this. I'm surprised that they don't. Um, but they seem happy to have their gigantor monitors full of people sitting in front of yeah. their computers and their, uh, you know, the the guy sitting at the switchboard turning up and down the crowd volume mixer thing. Which is so weird as hell. Anyway. All right, NXT. Let's talk about NXT. That. NXT. So um, we start out with a match right away here, mm. and we get Oni and Danny, who I refer to as the Brawlers throughout, still because of course they that are. should be their name. Yes. Um, versus the Furry and the Fury, Drake Maverick <laughs> and Killian Dane. Yes. Uh, is Drake the Fury in this tandem? He's not the Furry. That's so. that's true. Yes. <laughs> I would assume so. <laughs> yes. All right, so I'm just going to go and jump right into it. I feel like it's been a little while, so I have to explain what I'm doing. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, All right, so Maverick and Dane don't let Oni and Danny get to the ring as they take them out pretty viciously early on. Chairs and tables being used already during the street fight. I didn't know it was a street fight until they told me. Um, I'm trying to figure out if this match has begun already because everything's happening outside of the ring. Oni coming back, which leads to Danny. um, Wait. Uh, oh, we're in the ring, and then Oni's coming back, which leads to Danny also being on offense. Both men take out take Killian Dane out by putting him into the plexiglass um, in the ring, and Danny and Killian are officially, I guess, starting, quote-unquote, even though I think this match has already started. I really don't know. Um, Oni is now taking the pain to Killian in the corner. Maverick finally dragging himself up on the side. Oni setting up chairs, but then Dane puts him into them. Now the brawlers are down for a moment. Drake in, and Killian uses him to trip Danny, and then again to slam down on Danny as he is lying on the ground. Oni trying to get up now, and Drake officially in. Both Dane and Drake going after Oni in the corner, and they have some tandem offense, and Drake picks up a two. Danny now back up and takes out Drake in a massive clothesline. Oni takes out Dane on the outside by his neck, which was pretty awesome. Everyone is down. 
A table is set up and Dane and Oni are trying to put each other into it, Oni trying, to, trying a suplex, but then flips over Dane and Dane goes running into the table to break it because Oni was uh, able to move out of the way. Oni somehow has Drake's belt and starts whipping him with it. Very biblical. Mm-hmm. Uh, Danny in now and Oni passes off the belt, so now he is using it. Drake now on uh, in the ring by himself with both of the brawlers. Danny's just yelling at him. Dane is still out from the table crash. Danny and Oni with tandem offense, but as they are showboating, Dane is back to his feet and tags in. Two belly-to-belly suplexes, and Dane just going after both of the brawlers. Dane with a powerbomb on Danny, Oni trying to escape, uh, and Drake, but Drake's back in. Uh, Dane trying to put Oni through a table, but they push Dane off into the, onto them, and he slides um, onto the floor, which looks worse than breaking the table. He went, like, back first onto the table, and then just, it didn't break, and then he slid off of it. Mm-hmm. Um, back with the belt whipping on Drake now. Drake with a low blow to get out um, to get out of it to Oni. Then he kicks Danny in the nether region. Uh, and now he uses his own belt on both Danny and Oni, and Drake looking like a little spitfire. Drake goes after Oni, and he gets off a low blow. Danny pulls out the cricket back and hits Drake in the midsection Tandem DDT and the brawlers retain. Yes. Um, Very cheap. But this was a lot better than I expected. I kind of liked it. Uh, Yeah. I mean, I think it was like borderline on the good. Like, I I struggle with the the furry and the fury. Uh, I do, too. They are not. They are not my team. I'm not a fan of their weird story, which continues to be weird. Um but I do like Birch and Lorcan, and uh, even though I think I like them better as a babyface team, uh, they're still fun playing mm-hmm. uh, the bad guy role. Uh, see, I, I struggle. Like I feel bad giving it this score. I feel like it should be higher, but I mm. settled with two and three quarters. All right, close. I went with a three. Okay, well, we're really close. Um, The fine people over at Grapple, it's been a little bit since we've had to to go over there, so hello, Mm -hmm. everyone at Grapple, gave this 2.93. Wow, look at us. Mm Mm-hmm. All in the same vicinity. Speaking of, we're going to speak about weird heel things later. I guess this is something I missed, but we have... Um, we don't go exactly to the Isaiah Scott match after this, right? There's some things in between, I think. Things but. in between, yes, yes. Um, and I have to note first that Vic Joseph wearing a Christmas tie and elf hat. Um, <laughs> and I, I note it because he also like went all in on Halloween. So like, I enjoy his holiday enthusiasm. I hope yes. we get to see some more of this. Like, I want a President's Day yes. outfit. Um, I'd like, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. Arbor yeah. Day. He can dress yeah. as a tree, perhaps. Something. I uh, I enjoy it. <laughs> um, the way now, um, which is Gargano, Lorray, oh, yes. Hartwell, and Theory, yeah. have a Christmas video. I mean, they this have many was pretty Christmas great. Videos. I did not realize that this was going to be a shtick throughout, but yeah. it winds up being one. So, um, and you see them in Candace and Johnny's house. And I'm going to tell you what I do believe about this video. I do believe that the Garganos go all out decorating for Christmas. I feel like they're that couple. Yes, I see. (laughs) I have seen their Christmas photos every year for years now, like on Instagram or Twitter, and they love their uh, Christmas. And 
not only that, but I believe Candace loves buying Johnny like large, like big sized Marvel, like not props, but like there's like a there's like a top tier of toys that are like very expensive. Like here's a Star Lord mask that's like made out of heavy equipment and materials and it's life size and it costs three hundred dollars. Like he gets stuff like that from her every year. Uh, mm-hmm. I see these pictures and uh, they are full grown adults who are also full grown kids. Uh, and I love it because every Christmas they buy each other like toys and stuff. Uh, they're awesome. And I if enjoyed they can. Yeah. And I enjoyed these segments, too. Yeah. And I also and Johnny Gargano was wearing like a full on Christmas suit. And like <laughs> I believe that is his. Yes. He may not have actually bought that for this. He may have just had I it. think he owned it. Yes. I really <laughs> think he owned it beforehand. Um, anyway, I don't talk about everything, but um, yeah. Indy and Austin are there. They refer to them as their kids. A little weird to me, but mm-hmm. it is whatever. I believe um, I believe I called that much earlier. Uh, you did. Before this happened. Like, they would be their children. Because, but yes. Yep. You called this a long time ago. Um, so, and I, I just got to end this, but they keep talking about The Way. Like, I know that's their name. Yes. But honestly, all I keep thinking about is the fastball song. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> why why, why wouldn't we talk about 90s one-hit wonders uh, instead? I mean, uh, that I, is... I haven't, I haven't heard The Way in a while. I'm going to have to head to Spotify yeah. after this podcast. Yeah, you and everyone everyone should listen to Fastball now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's worth it to note, though, that in this, the first segment, Johnny gifts Austin Theory. Don't mm-hmm. like him, yeah. but this is, Johnny is pretty funny. He yeah. gives him the whey protein and like <laughs> he's gonna get muscled up yeah mm-hmm. i mean it's just bizarre all of the gifts were funny like the the yeah. stuff with indy i actually i really laughed at the stuff with indy so oh yeah no she's okay we'll get to that later yeah hold on um then we have a look back at kyle and finn's prior matches mm-hmm. um Kyle asking if Finn is the Johnny Gargano to is his Adam Cole. Oh, which I thought was just weird. And it's kind and of like, like a it's kind of like a smack in the face because um, it's like a backhanded compliment because uh, basically Johnny Gargano struggled to get one over on Adam Cole. Yeah, but also like I don't know that's so long ago. Mm-hmm. Why are we, why are we rehashing that? Yeah, don't um, remind me of when when I loved NXT a lot more than when I like the, what right. I do now, please. Um, finish each other. It's really sweet to hear them talk about each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and their matches in two episodes. Yes. Uh, and we get a backstage segment with Tyler Rust because he's a person now. I don't know who that is. He was a thatcher person okay mm-hmm, mm-hmm. who's now teamed up with malcolm bivens uh bivens i do like he did have I love bivens <laughs> he did have a tag team i think they have disappeared well because one of them tweeted who won the nxt belts right Before oh man wait oh that's right way back when keith lee won both titles yeah, uh, and they got they got destroyed. They that got just, they got buried after that. That just goes to show you <laughs> what how weird WWE is. Like mm-hmm. instead of like docking him pay or fining him or something, 
They're just like, we'll be detrimental to our own television show by taking an act that we were like promoting and we'll just stop promoting them now. Just doing damage to their own show. But, you know, whatever. That's the, that is the McMahon way. So that's the, which is bizarre. Which is different from the Gargano way, but very different. Um, so we're going to see him later, but first we, now we get Swerve versus Jake Atlas. Yes. Um, so Swerve is a bad guy now. Thoughts on that too, as we go through this. Cause yeah. I mean, it kind of, he did. Yeah. I think he, I don't know, but mm. I also have a theory about what's going to happen. So let's get it. We'll get into it though. Okay. Um, so Swerve to start off with a new look, he has like this really cool coat on and everything. Mm-hmm. He's, he's getting all into it. New hair. Yes. New color. Um, all right. So start and uh, we get a lockup, uh, get some distance and Swerve gets some offense um, to get a two. Atlas gaining momentum, but Swerve stops him pretty early. Atlas with some great kicks to the face chest area of Swerve. Down to the mat and the two men grappling. Swerve looks to stomp on Atlas as he is on the floor, but Atlas catches his foot and takes him out of the ring with it. Atlas up on the ropes with this cool spinning flying kick thing. Swerve looks for a chair, but stops himself. Swerve on top of Atlas just wailing on him, but it doesn't last long. Atlas up, but hopping around on one foot because Swerve is holding the other. Atlas with this really cool pinfall attempt for a two. I didn't even describe it because I knew it wouldn't do it justice Mm -hmm. um atlas for the cartwheel ddt and swerve catches him with a kick to the face swerve get gets atlas off the ropes into maybe a tilt a whirl which was by far my favorite carnival ride uh and then a (laughs) suplex for a two atlas on the mat and swerve kicking him in the face in a very not nice way um both men up and swerve had atlas in the corner pushing him into the turnbuckles and now up on the ropes and swerve going for something on his arm uh but atlas gets in some elbows and able to get off the ropes um but puts himself back up on the ropes and goes for a hurricane rana and sort of flips onto his feet which is amazing uh Everything just speeding up here. Um, Swerve gets off some really great kicks, and there is a great exchange. Swerve pulls off a confidence boost for the win. Hmm. Um, so he has a new finisher. Um, so uh, that's a thing. He then does the DX suck it to Atlas. Yes. Um, so this is a heel turn, I guess. Wade is also rooting for him, which is also the, uh, the big, um, you know, uh, kicker there. And here's my, my theory. I can't wait for Swerve to join Legato Del Fantasma. <laughs> okay, so question. Uh, have you yes. been, were you watching the weeks that we did not record the show? I did. Okay. Did he turn heel at any point on those shows? Yes, he did. Okay. May, well, but sort of. Like, he was talking in an interview about how he was so mad at himself for losing to Jake Atlas. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of like a revenge thing. You don't know if it's at, just as against Atlas or if it's yeah. all the way. Yeah. It has not been made clear yet. Hmm. But I think we're there. Well, I like the match. I I, I think mm-hmm. I think they worked well together. I, I thought Jake Atlas's response at the end was also a little weird. I don't know if like that's like he seemed kind of pouty or something, maybe. Um I don't know. That's the vibe that I got. I don't know. Uh, it all the character stuff all felt really weird here to me, um, mm-hmm. which has never been a weak point for NXT, or at least it never used to be. 
I don't know. I think Swerve can carry off some swagger here. No, no, he absolutely can. Yeah. I just, as somebody watching, I'm not entirely sure what's happening. Um, mm-hmm. And I feel like I should know at least a little bit. Even if what's happening is a bit of a mystery, I should at least know that that's the intention. Um, I kind of just don't really know what's <laughs> what's going on with these characters. Um, I did give the match a three. I liked it. I thought it was good. Uh- did I? Okay. Um, Grapple gave this a 2.83. Wow. So close. Close. Huh. Close. Sorry, I'm going back to my notes from last week, if that was when we saw um, What's-His-Face, but it was not last week. No, I think it was maybe two. Maybe. Um, all right, so backstage, um, and... Adam Cole and Roderick Strong being interviewed and Velveteen Dream comes in to interrupt saying Cole is no longer the leader of Undisputed Era um, and Cole puts him in his place and lays down a challenge for tonight. Well, that's unfortunate. Yeah. (laughs) Anytime I have to watch Velveteen Dream, unfortunate, but... Then we get Thatcher, who's talking to Champa, so they're not done yet, Um, but Thatcher is actually... Um, challenging Leon Ruff, but also maybe Champa, and I'm confused by what he's doing. Same here. It's made no sense. The, clar- right. the clarity is not strong. No. Match time. Yes. We get Rhea Ripley and Dakota Kai. So mm-hmm. Dakota Kai guess not actually hurt after War Games. I guess. Maybe she was, you know, just out for a little while, but she's yeah. fine. Her, she took a beating. Mm-hmm. The girl deserves some time off. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Raquel has been banned from one ringside by William Regal via Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of a slow start to begin with. Um, Dakota starting with her kicks early, though. Um, but Rhea picks uh, De- picks up Dakota upside down, takes her for a few spins, and just tosses her aside. Um, then gets flung into two corners by Rhea. Um, on the outside, Rhea had Dakota on her shoulders and goes to take her down, but Dakota lands on her bum and able to get up quickly and take Rhea by the arm and slam it into the apron and then runs her arm first into the post. Dakota had Rhea in a hold in the middle of the ring. Rhea picks up, D- picks Dakota up by one arm and just drops her. Rhea with a belly-to-belly suplex for a two. Now a strike exchange, and Dakota then goes for maybe a scorpion kick to Rhea's face. Rhea again has Dakota on her shoulders, and she goes face-first into the mat. Dakota now gaining some steam and able to get Rhea down in the corner. Rhea with an inverted cloverleaf. She's really liking that move lately. Raquel comes out and just stares at Rhea from the top of the ramp. Rhea talking to Raquel, too. Um, Dakota gets on the rope, and the ref trying to talk some sense into Rhea to keep her in the ring. Dakota on the top rope, and Rhea up, too, but Dakota able to use her balance to get out of it. She pushes Rhea down and gets that knee-to-the-face move for a near fall. Knee-to-the-back move, excuse me, for a near fall. Dakota going for the kick to the face. Rhea looking for the riptide, but Dakota doesn't go... Um, looking for or looking for a submission, but it doesn't connect. Rhea gets the second Riptide for the win. Um, I, I pretty almost, good match. Yeah, what? I thought this was good too. Um, didn't I guess at first I did not expect Rhea to win, which is weird mm-hmm. because I feel like reading the the tea leaves, having like Raquel 
banned yeah. from the match seemed like a setup for that, but they haven't done the best job with handling Rhea this year. Uh, no. This has not been her her best her best year. Um, so I thought maybe uh, Dakota would end up winning this, but she did not. Rhea won. I'm happy uh, that she did. It's weird that I should be happy about that uh, because it seems like something they should have been doing kind of all along, but I'm glad mm-hmm. that they did. Uh, Rhea has improved so much. She's so good. Uh, the same is true of Dakota. This is another oh, match yeah. that I gave a three to. I gave two and three quarters. Okay, so yeah, yeah pretty close. Just because, I don't know, I think you should have saved Raquel until after the match. Mm-hmm. That bugged me. That That's definitely a fair point. Um, mm-hmm. Grapple says 3.06. We're like really on top of the ball this week. Uh, yeah, I like mm-hmm. this. Yeah, me too. Um, Post match, Raquel starts to make her way to the ring. Um, four refs try to stop her, but it does not work. And now Raquel and Rhea just circling each other. The refs yelling at them now. Uh, will this be a New Year's Evil match? Um, they start fighting through the refs, and it's pretty great. It takes like ten men to restrain these two. Mm-hmm. Um, but Rhea breaks free and charges into Raquel. Then Raquel responds. Um. It was just a pretty great setup. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited to see that match, especially again. Another thing we've been saying a lot, but Raquel has gotten very good lately. So she has been. Yes. Looking forward to it. All right. And what I will uh, call the weirdest segue of this show back to the Garganos. <laughs> <laughs> um, Indy gifted with a PS5, but the box is empty because it's actually Johnny's. Um, but Indy is gifted with the family nickname and is now Indy Wrestling. So funny. Okay, all of this was so funny to me. Like, he gives her a PS5, but it's only the box, uh, which is <laughs> the worst gift of all time because I, I, I put myself in Indy Hartwell's shoes and I can only imagine how crushed I would be if I opened it and there was actually no PS5 inside because I would Mm -hmm. really like one and I know how hard they are to come like come by. Yeah. So I would, I would be absolutely destroyed. But then of course, because he's Johnny wrestling and sometimes they call Candace, Candace wrestling. Um, Mm -hmm. They call Indy Hartwell, Indy wrestling. And then they say that we support Indy wrestling, which is, (laughs) A tremendous <laughs> joke. Uh, I mean, they legitimately, I'm sure they actually do support independent wrestling, but it's just yes. funny that they got this in there. Yeah. I loved it so much. I uh, I, I, I actually applauded a little bit uh, they, um, at the quality yeah. of that joke. I feel like the, the Garganos, they're able to kind of make their own script at this point, right? Like, I don't feel like anyone's controlling what they say <laughs> no i yeah i love i love that segment they're yep. great um we get tony storm backstage now she is angry but she's ready for her title shot mm-hmm. um and we get another zaya and boa montage yeah um, so this story is advanced a little bit advanced a lot so this time they're training very hard but they're not crying yeah. Like they were last time. And actually, they have to be told to stop. They've been toughened up. Yeah. yeah they've so, been brainwashed or something, perhaps. I don't know. They've 
uh, well, so now here's, here's the real question. Yeah, here's the real question in all of this, though. Are they coming back as different characters, or mm-hmm. is there actually someone who's going to be introduced with them? I feel like I feel like somebody had mentioned that this is being done to introduce a character that they have signed, or somebody that they had signed mm-hmm. that's going to be with them. Uh, I presume that they will not debut as new characters. I, I presume they will be the same characters, but they will have vi- like vastly different personality types. Yes. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah, they, they will yeah. they will be rebooted characters, but I think they will. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to change them. Like how sometimes somebody disappears and then they come back and it's the same person, but they have a different name for some name. reason. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't think it's a different name, but like it's going to be a different but persona, yeah, they will, I guess I should say. Yes. Which is a shame mm-hmm. because you and Zaya were such good friends, but now maybe, maybe less Not compatible. Not so much. Yeah. Not so much. That's, That's okay. We're still friends deep down. It's okay. <laughs> we get a um, a Bronson Reed sighting. Um, yeah. And it's Bronson Reed versus, is it Ashanti the Adonis? Yes. Yes. So haven't seen either of these men in a while, so yep. excited to see them. Um, Reed here using his power. Adonis using speed and agility, but power seems to be winning. Uh, Adonis using forearm strikes, but they just seem to make Reed stronger. Uh, Reed dropped himself on Adonis, and honestly, that's not fair. Uh, Reed with a tsunami frog splash for the quick win. Yeah. Um, I'm glad he's back. I hope he gets a few of these going, and maybe he and Grimes should have a feud. That's what I'm thinking. Oh, that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, so not much to not much to say here. Mm. This was just a showcase for Bronson Reed. I gave it a star. Uh, mm. Bronson... Uh, like, I like him. I thought they were doing something with this Adonis guy, but apparently not. I mean, not. I know. I gave it a two. Oh, wow. Very generous. I'm just happy he's back. Uh, grapple 1.04. All right. Fine. I know. I was very far off on that one. <laughs> um, Io Shirai coming out. She's pissed and mm-hmm. she doesn't have the belt. Yes. Um, she grabs a chair and a mic to get into the ring. She yells for Tony Storm and the crowd just turning on Tony very quickly here. Mm-hmm. Um, but Tony does not come out. Mercedes Martinez does. Hey, look at that. Looking tougher than ever mm-hmm. and just beats Io Shirai around the ring. Um, and but for real, did someone steal this belt? I don't understand what happened. <laughs> I, I don't know what happened either. Okay. Uh, maybe they just figured for the brawl they didn't want to bother with it or something. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, well, that's a surprise. Um, I know. I am excited. I know, I, like- we, I know we both talked about how she should come back at some point or that we heard mm-hmm. that she was, but uh, yeah, yeah, that kind of seals it. I thought she was going to be coming back with Zia Lee and Boa, but I guess that's not happening. No. So On her own. Good. No Robert Stone. No Robert Stone. Um, by the way, the um, speaking of him, though, the year-end awards are out. Like, the you can vote. Oh, I haven't had a chance to look at them yet. but And I definitely voted for my favorite feud with Shotzi Blackheart and Robert Stone. <laughs> I mean, it was pretty good. I don't even apologize for that one. <laughs> um, we're back at the Garganos, and Johnny has a gift for Candace. And yes. it is a wheel from Shotzi's old tank. <laughs> And Johnny hates wheels, traditionally. He still hates wheels. What a weird little family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they're so lovable in a uh, weird way. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the matches now, and we get Thatcher versus Leon Ruff. 
Yes. Um, Thatcher manhandling Ruff early and keeping him on the mat. Thatcher looking towards the ramp, but no one is coming. Ruff making a bit of a comeback and trying to take Thatcher down with a headlock, but it doesn't work. Thatcher flipping Ruff and yelling for Champa, maybe? Um, Thatcher putting on a side stretch and then covering his, um, covering Ruff's nose and, um, mouth, the jerk, um, then rolls up Ruff for a two. Ruff seems to have nothing left in him. Thatcher with a big belly to belly suplex and then gets out of the ring and grabs a chair. He sets it up outside for Champa. Champa is in Thatcher's head. Thatcher back in the ring and Ruff rolls him up for a two. Ruff with a bit, this big slingshot move, but it doesn't phase Thatcher. Um, double underhook suplex by Thatcher and then a big kick to the back just because. Thatcher lifting up Ruff by one hand and Ruff able to use the position of his body against Thatcher to roll him up for a three. Um, genuinely shocked that uh, Ruff won this, but I'm also kind of glad Thatcher lost. So, um, Okay, so I wasn't a huge fan of the interference stuff, but they're building towards Thatcher and Ciampa. I guess that's not over yet. Yeah. Um, although it felt like Ciampa kind of, I don't know. It seemed like he won to me uh, when they had their feud and then they had a match and then he won. But right. I guess for Thatcher, maybe it's not over. And therefore for Ciampa, it's not over. Ciampa does have a long history of not being able to let go of things. So maybe it's maybe it's that. I don't know. I, I thought this was I thought this is all right. A little below average. I gave it a two. Um, but at least it was it was better than the last match that I gave a one to. So yeah, I gave it a two and a quarter. OK. Uh, grapple less kind, giving it one point four six. Ooh. Yeah. Um, Post-match, um, and Thatcher is not happy, um, and he just goes nuts on Ruff. Um, but Ciampa comes out for the save, runs into the ring to get Thatcher with a Willow's Bell, and says he will see Thatcher in the fight pit. Mm. Um, not sure what that is, yeah. but it looks like something's coming up here. Yes, that, that would be the... Uh, the match that Thatcher had with Matt Riddle before he got called up mm. to the main roster... That was a dumb match. Yeah, that weird uh, cage where there was like a catwalk or something. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I remember. That's what they're doing. Gotcha. Worth it to note, Champa's back in camo, so slowly returning to his old character. Mm-hmm. So I like it. Uh, we get a Damien Priest video. Um, he's calls out Karrion Cross. Yep. Um says that he's not the baddest guy out there um, and they are going to have a match at New Year's Evil Mm -hmm. which I'm pretty sure we're up to about eight matches at this point so it should be interesting (laughs) yeah Uh, and I gotta say not not really interested in it no not that one Um, Loomis um, who we found out last week is going to be hosting New Year's Evil Mm -hmm. um, that should be interesting yeah shown drawing a picture of Gonzalez and Rhea um, and they will have a last woman standing match. Mm. Mm. That should be good times. Yeah. All right. Next, we get Arita Davari versus Tyler Rust. I mean, okay. 
So <laughs> Rust kind of getting a squatch match. Who are these people? I don't know. Well, I know um, who I know who um, I know who Davari is, uh, but he's okay. largely a cruiserweight guy who's largely on two hundred five uh-huh. live. If that's still a thing, I don't know. It, if it is. is. It is okay. That's mm-hmm. where he usually is. All um, right. It's weird to see him in NXT. Um, right. Even weirder to see Tyler Rust. Because right. I don't know who that is at all. Do you notice how he has the copper trunks? <laughs> they're rust colored. Yes. I, I, uh, they're getting all into this. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, his, Malcolm- his, char- his character should be that he's always not quite good uh, <laughs> because he is rusty. Ooh, I like He's it. Gotta shake off the ring rust, but forever, for eternity. Forever. Yeah. Um Malcolm Bivens is out to accompany him. Mm-hmm. And the match starts. Uh Rust gets Davari down in a headlock uh early. Now arm work and some joint manipulation. Rust using his whole body to try and submit Davari. Mm-hmm. Um Bivens over to the announce table to say how impressive Rust is and that he's the future. I love Malcolm Bivens. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, you know, he's a liar, but he's a bad guy. So I mean he's supposed to be. But like he's oh, he's all in on his people. Yeah, he's got um, a hype. He's the hype man. Yeah. He's the hype man. He does it so well. Rust picks up Davari by his arm, takes him for a spin, and drops him. Um, I'm very confused by this match. Is NXT trying to go back to be a developmental brand? If so, it's wonderful. Um, just odd to <laughs> see this kind of match on TV. Yes, like, honestly, I felt like I was back in one of the rec centers watching <laughs> two guys trying to figure out who they are, because that's what this match was. Yeah. Um, Davari now trying to get in some offense and has a huge neck breaker over the ropes. And then kicks Rust off the rape, the apron. Um, in-ring acting, maybe too soon for that. Uh, Rust able to use it as an opportunity to get Davari in a leg choke thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but Davari puts his foot on the rope, then kicks by Rust. Davari looking for something, but Rust able to get out of it and bring in some offense. He does this really cool flip move mm-hmm. um, and gets Davari to tap in a shoulder stretch. Yeah, um, I was not impressed. Um, oh, I it. I just thought it was weird. It's super weird. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it just didn't click. I mean, it, I mean, the fact that it was weird also didn't help my enjoyment of it. But oh, yeah, no. A, a the lot weirder of, the better. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, y- you have definitely established that as a, as a trait <laughs> that you enjoy. So... And more, and definitely more power to you. It's just, yeah, yeah, it was one of those things where I'm like, eh, I gave it one and a half. I gave it a two and a half. I don't. Oh wow. Care. Okay. <laughs> Grapple, uh, one point seven nine. So all right, so they thought kind I of was in between. Yeah, they thought I was too low. Yeah, I thought these guys did good considering they're never on TV. Mm-hmm. Well, whatever. Um, so we see Leon Ruff backstage, um, and he is excited about his win. Um, and William Regal said that next week, not New Year's Evil, he's mm-hmm. going up against Johnny Gargano for the North American title. So we have our main event for that week. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, we get a Karrion Cross video. Um, he responds to Priest, um, and I guess he's ready to fight too. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Something's happening. <laughs> <laughs> All right, main event time. It's Adam Cole versus Velveteen Dream. Yes. Um, 
And I start off by asking, why do we have this matchup again? We honestly don't need it. I feel like we've seen it a lot for some reason. We have. We have seen it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and it takes them a while to get going. Finally, they lock up, which is something I never thought I'd be excited for. Um, Cole has Dream in a headlock on the mat. Dream acting like a scaredy cat here, but then he comes in with some offense, but not for long. Cole turning the tides. He gets in a big kick and then some big hits and then another kick for Dream to go flat on his back on the mat. Dream gets a boot to the face in the corner. Cole gets a jumping neck breaker, um, though, so he doesn't stay down for long. Cole gets another big kick to Dream to send him flying on the outside. They knock heads and are both down. Uh, Pete Dunn comes out and goes after Strong um, and my biggest fear is that somehow Velveteen Dream is going to join Pat McAfee's group mm-hmm. um, but I hope that does not happen for all of our sakes no they do not um, need him no no they're fine on their own mm-hmm. um, Dunn goes for the bitter end on the outside on Strong the ref is distracted uh, and Dream is able to hit Cole uh, with his shirt and then get him down for a two um, Dream goes way- goes off the top rope but Cole rolls out of the way um, strike exchange now. Cole with a big clothesline on Dream and then keeps knocking him around to get another near fall. Cole with an insiguri followed by a German suplex for yet another two. Um, after all the matches, Dakota and Rhea really should have been the main event. Next week, we get Dunn and Strong together. Mm-hmm. Um, Dream takes Cole flying into the top rope and then pulls him down to the mat by his neck for two. Dream wailing on Cole in the corner. Cole with a super kick while Dream is on the ropes. Cole tries to do something, but Dream kicks him into the post on the outside. Dream on the top rope to the outside, but Cole able to kick him um, on the way down. Cole in the ring, Dream not moving, and the ref out of the ring to assess the situation. Um, Dream is back in the ring. Cole with a super kick and gets a figure four, um, but no tap. Dream is able to break it by grabbing the rope. Dream rolls up Cole for a two, and then with this cool reverse DDT thing, um, Dream up to the top rope and lands the purple Rainmaker, but Cole kicks out, thankfully. Um, Why is this match lasting so long when these two have already faced each other so many times? Cole back on offense, looks for the Panama City Sunrise, but Dream gets a big kick to Cole. But Cole responds as Dream goes off the ropes. He gets his kick in. Cole lands the last shot to finally finish this match. Uh, It was a but I'm over these two against each other. Yeah. Uh, ultimately, I thought it it just made it into good territory. Um, the interference and stuff, eh, I mean, you know, they're building to... They're still doing that feud between uh, yeah. McAfee's group and Undisputed Era. Uh, I mean, I, I gave it a three, but that's largely just because I enjoy Adam Cole and I'm glad Adam Cole won. Mm-hmm. Um, it barely made it there, in my opinion. Uh, I'm I'm ready to not have to watch any more Velveteen Dream matches. I kind of wish he would get called up, uh, quite frankly, <laughs> so this way I would not have to. Um, I gave it a two and a half. Oh, wow. Okay. I was not joking when I said Rhea Ripley and Dakota Kai should have been the main event on this. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not going to argue with you, uh, yeah. for sure. 2.81 from Grapple. All right. They didn't even make it to a three. So, um, well, that's a sad way to end the show. Uh, (laughs) Definitely is, but. (laughs) What's she going to do, I guess? Um, (laughs) Next week uh, should be more enjoyable, Uh, even though I, at least, at least from a match perspective, I'm looking forward to seeing some of the stuff that they've got set up. Uh, 
even though I don't really enjoy the whole Leon Ruff story, I presume this will just be a Gargano victory or whatever in the main event, but I'm sure. Um, but that's okay. Uh, that's okay. We should, we need to focus more on Johnny Gargano giving people gifts. So maybe that'll yes. be his new thing. Uh, maybe after he beats Leon Ruff, he'll, he'll give him a present, perhaps, a an Xbox series Xbox, but without the console in it. Um, Ooh, there you go. <laughs> that'll be his thing. Um, okay. So, uh, that's the podcast for this week. Everybody head on over to cinemageekly.com where you can check out the archives of the show. And of course you can find us on Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. Just search for what comes NXT hit subscribe. And that way you can come back, uh, next time to hear us talk about more NXT on the WWE and USA Networks, uh, where we will be talking about Johnny Gargano defending the North American Championship against Leon Ruff. Mm-hmm.